This is a HeadGum Original. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. My guitar is broken And so is my heart Because everything I wanted Is on the other side of heart Did you think that it was gonna be Whoa! Huge! <laughs> we wrote huge. that. <laughs> We're Not really. Fucking... <laughs> Not really. Okay. I think you. I feel like you stole the other side of hard thing from Greg Popovich or something. And yeah, Monty Williams. Monty right. Williams. Okay. Yeah. And then and then yeah. Um, you know, somebody else wrote and performed. I mean, the whole the rest. The rest. So, but based, I feel like I, I'm more of a producer than like a producer type mm-hmm. where I'm like, I'm matching like, who is the guy that sort of You're like You're definitely got an trouble. ideas man, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But I wouldn't say it was like necessarily an original idea because you took a quote. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to turn this into like a negative thing. I think it's really cool. That ship has sailed. <laughs> now I want to dig deep into what yeah. you think I am as a man. <laughs> a fraud, a phony, a plagiarist. <laughs> it is. You only know about the bad music producers. There's like that guy that killed his wife and the guy that molested the the, the boy bands. And it's like, I don't know a lot about like really nice, good, normal musician producers Right. You just hear about the evil ones, I guess, which I guess is like most things, I suppose. Yeah, which is why people will know your name because you plagiarize coach speeches uh, and outsource the work and then it's try to capitalize yeah. on it as your own. <laughs> but maybe that's yeah. just in line with all music producers, too. Right. Like, is that what like Dr. Luke and those Swedish people are doing? They're just coming up with phrases. Maybe they've heard it before, but you can't yeah. copyright like a. Uh, a motto or a I believe a, Dr. Luke idiom. is a bad guy. Isn't Dr. Another Luke is one. a bad That's guy? That's why we know right? his name, yeah. is he? 
I believe he is, but I don't, I can't actually be sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we're, we're going to be good music producers and give this guy a shout out. His name is Dustin. Uh, oh, wow. Look at this. Jake and Amir own the entire copyright for the song. I'm only a vessel. They wrote it. I took some liberties with the chorus, though. This is in writing. Mm. The best part. Yeah. Took some liberties with the actual best part of the song, for sure. Is this um, what Southern country music sounds like? What was that? It's really mixed because tone. I feel like on the other side of hard is like way too much of a country. Like that's a turn of phrase that is would definitely belong in a country song. And and we even kind of like made it into a country song when we improvised the uh, the song that we sang. Yeah. Um, but like the acoustic pop punk element of the song was there basically right up until he sang the other side of hard, which you really can't say without making it seem a little southern right it was almost southern country. by accident or something country by yeah. accident but that like looking back on what you are whatever or whatever that part was um that part was punky and i liked that a lot That's and cool. i <laughs> again i think that you and i should be writing earnest pop punk acoustic ballads we could theoretically work with this guy i'll write the lyrics mm-hmm. i will write the lyrics I'll so be, what do i do I don't just be around, just be around because I, I like, we are good working together, but you don't have to do, tell you what, if you, you'll be the producer, you facilitate okay. getting my lyrics to this guy. So I'll like email him, email him, say, Hey, if Jake writes a pop punk song, full song, you, I'll write all of the lyrics. I will and the write music part. Or is it just? I, a... I don't. Yeah, I will kind of. I'll I'll give him a riff and I'll give him some chords for I sure. See. But then he'll sort of have to take song. off. Yeah, he'll have to do. I don't the know rest. how to produce it. I'll write the pop punk song. I would like if he took some liberties with the actual, you know, music though, because that part, I'm. I'll get it done, but it's not going to be as good as he could do. So. <laughs> no, I will write. To... I will I... write. No, listen, listen. I will yeah. write the verse. I'll write the pre-chorus. I'll write the chorus. I'll What's write the a second pre-chorus? verse. The pre-chorus is kind of the thing that leads into the chorus. <laughs> but not the verse? It's, yeah, the verse The verse changes every single time. The pre-chorus can actually stay the same before you hit them with the chorus. Right. Um, like, you know, uh, and the Jay-Z song was on. Yeah. And the Jay-Z, Jay-Z song, song was on. Was on. Yeah. So I put my hand, so, but it's like the Jay-Z song was on. Like that part is kind of the pre-chorus. I see. So, it's a little, it's, so yeah. it's sort of part of the course, but it really not is, necessarily, but, you know, yeah. Yeah, in the musical nomenclature, of which I'm kind of an expert and you're kind of a dunce, novice, uh, amateur, <laughs> the pre-chorus <laughs> is, you know, it's an official term used for, you know, leading into the chorus. But I should, okay. I'm actually done having <laughs> to explain myself to you. What song I'm are saying, you gonna? Do you know what your song's gonna be about, or is that what you need my help with? It's gonna. It'll be about a girl. Every single good pop punk song is about a girl, except for the case of Avril Lavigne, which it was about a boy. Why and do then, you have to go and make <clears throat> things so complicated? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I it'll thought you were gonna say like Skater that. Boy, but yeah, Skater Boy is also yeah. good. That one's <laughs> about a boy too, for sure. Right. Uh, okay, and but you don't know what it's gonna be about. You're just gonna pick up a guitar and sort of improvise slash get there I improvise. on your own. I'm going to when I'm done with this recording, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to write some real fucking heartfelt lyrics that are gonna be about 
Start with the lyrics. Right. Wanting a girl you can't have. That classic, classic pop punk. Yeah. Dashboard confessional, Tom DeLonge, boxcar racer type shit that I'm trying to do. She's like a junior and you're a freshman and there's like no way it'll happen because it's There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, we could even be two sophomores, but she's dating a senior. Oh yeah, that's good. Is actually going away to college, and, oh, forget and I'm about talking it. about like <laughs> he's gonna forget about you, but I'm right here. We still have. Oh, that's good. Se- oh, what about we're juniors? He's yeah. a senior, just yeah. graduated. <laughs> she's a sophomore, but is taking like junior classes because she's hoping <laughs> to skip a grade, and her so she can get to college on, like, faster. The West Side. Of yeah. the school in yeah. like the senior hall, but it should be in the junior, but it's close to my home room, which is what I'm trying to say. And I actually right. get to leave campus for lunch as a senior. So I'm telling her, we. I thought her boyfriend was a senior. I thought her boyfriend here's what was it, a here's senior. What the song is, here's what the song is. Grad, her boyfriend, senior, it's summertime. He's going away to college, but her and I, we still have senior year. And I'm trying to say that we can we can run this school together, the power couple. You know, I'm like, we're still here. We yeah. still matter. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. We're still here. We still matter. Um, don't let your heart break. I don't want to see it shatter. Something yeah. along these lines is is maybe it could be verse, but it could also be pre-chorus. Yeah. So it's um, like. It's like about senior year and how this guy is now technically a freshman, which is like yeah. a lame oh, thing to be, but like, you that's know, in college. So, yeah, yeah, I love that. All right. Yeah. Cool. Two states away and mm-hmm. we're still here to play or something like that. Something like that. There you go. What about Punky Brewster for the name of our like music collective? That's Cause, not yeah. bad. That's not bad. Sometimes because sometimes they have these quasi legal names or like how is that band called like Dale Earnhardt Jr Jr and it like right. just seems well, to work out in the end but that's we should be called Punky Juicer because oh interesting Dale Earnhardt Jr Jr is kind of a you know it's an extension Punky Brewster is just a person and it's kind of a play on the genre of our thing right. but Punky, Punky Juicer is yeah. two Jewish punk, punk rocker guys. guys and that's definitely legal yeah, that seems fine. It's a little okay. anti-Semitic, but that's okay. That's in play for us. That. Yeah, yeah, because we can do that because we're, we're we're both punky and juicers. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, let's get started. This is if I were you. This is an advice show, after all, the only advice pod on the web, hosted mm. by us. I'm juicer and I'm punky. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, and we are. Punky well, juicer. Yeah, we yeah. wouldn't be the right. Yeah, musicians. We're just okay. sort of like the yeah. <laughs> the I would like to scenes. do kind of an Ashley Simpson type thing where I lip sync our songs. Interesting. For sure. I do. So you think. still want to be the music producer behind the scenes, and then every once in a while, somebody famous. I'd like it the glory. Like, actually, yeah. let me be on stage during it. Yeah, too. I'd like the glory. I would like the glory. I also, I mean, frankly, I'd lo- <laughs> if if it's possible, I'd like to sing and just be auto tuned. I, I want to be involved. Yeah. I just don't have the... I know. can already tell you sort of trying to like grab more of the spotlight from whoever. <laughs> like we have to we have to be the behind the scenes. Okay, people. You can't like have those aspirations. Cause if the I could that play up... rhythm guitar and backup <laughs> vocals, but if I can set my mic and guitar up in the center of the stage, that's all I need. <laughs> that's that's the most of it 
<laughs> to set you up. Yeah. There's no say. more than that. That's the maximum amount of in the middle. spotlight you can have, right? There's the <laughs> you know the bass, the lead, yeah. the drums, and the me right yeah. in the center. This is a good time to let people know that they can watch this podcast because Jake's doing some sort of claw hand thing. Um, of course, you can listen to the show as you always do, but we're also uploading the video to our YouTube channel. That is correct. Actually, today we might be only uploading the video because for the first 10 minutes, Jake forgot to hit record on the Zoom. So if mm. you noticed a shift in audio quality, that's yeah. what it was. I didn't forget to hit record. I actually um, hit record, but I well, I, I, I hit the Zoom and I don't think I hit the button or I double hit the button. But yeah. if anything, you hit it twice, which is yeah. like even more. Definitely. Than hitting it. It could have been a Zoom <laughs> issue. Yeah. But like, I didn't forget to. I didn't. <laughs> I don't think for, it was I just a take, Zoom issue. I take issue with the fact that you said I forgot to hit record, which I did not. I remembered twice. I remembered it just didn't work out the way I thought it might. <laughs> <laughs> right. I didn't get all the way there for one reason or another. It could have been human error, it could have been a technical issue. It could did have we, been on the Zoom end. Did we even say who did perform that song? Probably not. We're stealing credit already. Uh, his name is Dustin. Nice. That's really cool. Yeah. I don't know when parents decide to go the Dustin versus the Justin route, but this guy seems to be more of a Dustin than a Justin anyway. Mm -hmm. If you had to choose between those two for your child. Dustin and Justin? Dustin and Justin. Um, I guess Dustin, because I think there already is a Justin Hurwitz. Really? I, oh, the guy that made La La Land? Yeah, who came up recently before. We were doing Justin Bieber and Justin yeah. Hurwitz and Chase Bieber. Um, Chase Bieber oh, and Justin Hurwitz. he sent us Hurwitz. an email. Yeah, really? Justin sent us an email that said, stop talking about me so much on Keep the my wife's name out your <laughs> fucking mouth. That's what his his <laughs> wife emailed us to say. Keep Justin's name off your freaking show. It yeah. seems like you're trying to just suck fame off of the wind in his sails. Which and makes he doesn't sense. want you to keep invoking his name in vain. And it is true. But Dust, I think Dustin... Uh, you know the nickname of Dusty is pretty fun. I like the yeah. I like the Dusty. The Dusty. But what I'd all. be, I like Dustin more than Justin, but I'd be fearful that whenever he said Dustin, people would say Justin, and mm. that would just like set him up to I think those correct people. D Dustin or Justin? I yeah, I guess it's a little close, but I do feel like you know you hit that. D I would just call him Dusty though, and nobody would ever be like Justy. No, <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> Yeah. Dusty is good, but it's also a bad thing to be. Mm -hmm. Right. That's true. Or it's yeah. a good thing to be, depending if you like dust. I think some people, you know. Nobody. There's no, universally low Q rating for dust. There's nobody who's dirtbag climbers <laughs> with their gear in the back, just hoofing it yeah. through the <laughs> mammoth lakes. Yeah. I think yeah. they like dust. They live they for like dust. It. Yeah. <laughs> they want it to be dusty. In a way. Yeah. <laughs> How about gold uh, all right, dust? Let's, all right, yeah, sorry, let's take a break. Thanks for sponsors, and then actually answer some questions on the other side of these messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the other side of these hard. Awesome. The Thank other you. side of hard.
Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, Mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never Mm -hmm. complain or talk about it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And And a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, f- you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, Mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, Mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are back. Um, all right. No unsolicited advice today because we got to get straight into these questions and answers. Yeah. 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 Why have unsolicited advice when we can do solicited advice? <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, actually, this guy might require some, um, promotion. So let's use his real name, Brad Dunn. Okay. Let's do it. Dunn. An- another kind of dusty style Southerner, mm-hmm. um, because he's an unemployed chef in Austin right now. Oh, very nice. He worked his way all the way up uh, to sous chef at a well-known fine dining restaurant for the past five years and through COVID, but working 80 to 90 hours a week, for very little money and disappearing on everyone in my life made me want to take a step back and reevaluate my relationship with work. During this hiatus, uh, my dog partially tore her ACL and needed $3,100 knee surgery. I've been living frugally to help with the uh, uh, to help with the help of odd jobs, my parents and partner. But since I've got the time, I started advertising private dinners to help raise money for the operation. People have been responding incredibly positively to it. I think most people would not ordinarily be able to justify the indulgence of hiring a private chef, but the combination of my legitimate experience and the charitable aspect of helping a dog has created the perfect storm of people splurging on the service and getting me to cater events in their home. The last event cost me about $200 in groceries, and I charged $800 for a dinner of six. Mm-hmm. The people loved it. They blew me up on Instagram and I gave them good value. But after like four of these things, I'll have the surgery paid off. And I've had more offers than I need to cover the cost of the surgery at this point. So my question is, trying to make a living off of private chefing is not unappealing to me right now. 
and actually seems pretty lucrative and would allow me to set my own schedule and hours, but I suspect business would slow down quite a bit once the element of helping my dog is removed from the equation. Is there a way to smoothly rebrand and still get hired? Y'all seem like approximately the demographic that I would have to be catering to. Do you have any ideas about how to keep work going once it's no longer a charitably charged venture? And can y'all ever imagine hiring a private chef just for one special evening? You know, this is Jill's mom, like actually does this in, she's like retired now, um, but she loves cooking. She started doing like private dinners, um, just like cooking for people in their house in Palm Springs. And wow. she gets booked all the time. I'm trying to think like what the website is called, but it's like there's there's a website where it's basically like Airbnb for chefs. And so you so she signed up for it and has been cooking for people? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, you know, an Airbnb you list your house or whatever on this private chef thing, you you're like I'm available to deliver it or um you know cook you and your family or whatever a delicious home-cooked meal and she's like done a bachelorette party she's done like a group of friends wow. all hanging out and i think austin is a great place to do it in because there's so many people that go and visit and stay in an airbnb or whatever and right. you can absolutely you know give them the experience of cooking a delicious meal i think there's the transition from being like my friends are hiring me because it's basically, it's like, it's almost the equivalent of a GoFundMe, except you're actually providing a service. Um, yeah. But yeah, you can't necessarily sustain that week to week. You have like all of your friends supporting you, which is nice. Um, but you want to, you want to make the move into private chef. Yeah. Well, do you have to say when the dog surgery is paid for? Like, it was oh, all for on. the dog, you know? Help me out, dog. And now the dog happens to be fine. And oops, I forgot to remove the that part out of help my doggy catering company mm -hmm. that you created uh, right. to help doggies. What if, okay, what if you switch it up? It's like, okay, I'm going to donate 10% of my proceeds to animals that need it then mm. it's like you're still helping animals your dog surgery is paid for but it's still like got that charitable slant that edge mm -hmm. yeah so what was the first thing you said lie about the dogs sir the second thing was nice it was like yeah 10 percent <laughs> of the proceeds go to help animals but the first one you even not that yeah because they never follow up on where the cash goes you can always oh, okay so they're both really bad <laughs> yeah i see in fact like even if you were to tear your dog's acl again that would oh, be my. like a gold mine <laughs> no it wouldn't not nothing life-threatening obviously it's i think it's like it's debilitating it's not like it's debilitating it's debilitating <laughs> The business is booming. Not Cosmo necessarily. Has to get that. Yeah. Not necessarily. Well, saying, if you tore if you tore the ACL again, then it's another thirty one hundred dollar surgery, right? So it's not necessarily good for business to actually tear the ACL. It's like, good for Opa. That's just what, what does Opa want from maiming Opa dogs? Opa wants to lead a Gangnam style charitable venture. I guess no. he wants to be at the head of this. Oh, and it, like, and when you make food for other people, you can come with little dog food too. It's like, oh, I also made food for your mutt or whatever. Like, yeah, Opa wants to participate shirt. in animal cruelty. It sounds like because Opa wanted to <laughs> slice a dog's ACL and then <laughs> oh, not slice, tear. Just sort of set it up to sort of, you know, give it a little play a fetch on some really like yes, spray your grass with a bunch of water and then go play fetch <laughs> on that, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> and if I happen to make a hard cut, a little non-contact injury, mm-hmm. then that's that's surgery cash that you need. And who's to say if the surgery costs thirty one hundred or thirty one thousand? Why don't Quite you frankly, just not going to follow up? Say that you tore your ACL, and then you could be on crutches, and then you don't that's even really have to good. cook meals. You just say, "Can everyone help me pay for my surgery?" You start yeah. a GoFundMe, you start a Kickstarter, whatever. They give right. you the cash for your surgery. You say it happened. You rest for a month, and then you're kind of good back to normal. But you, you know, have the cash for a human surgery, which is a lot. Yeah, humans ones. The human ones are the ones that really cost you, especially ACL wise. I can mm-hmm. only imagine. Yeah, I think this is a good venture besides the charitable part because when you go out to a fancy dinner, it's going to cost you roughly this much, and then you have to deal with getting there and coming back and maybe there's like alcohol involved that's always like marked up Mm -hmm. so like people can save money have a home-cooked meal which is like you know more covid safe and you'll do all the dishes too Mm -hmm. so they don't have any risk on their part it seems like a a good idea i mean i wouldn't get a 800 dollars dinner for six once a week but like if it's a birthday party or Mm -hmm. some sort of special event i can see doing that for sure yeah definitely i would i would definitely find a way to market yourself as a private chef for small intimate events or people visiting the city god i mean i I never thought of it that way but i'm wondering because i do know you are gonna go on trial thing chicken i do know how to do the salmon you try to hurt dogs man you try to hurt dogs (laughs) you don't know how to cook (laughs) you try to hurt dogs dog what if they hire me and i'm like okay i was tonight's menu is like this, I got a ton of pasta and uh, this the chick, frozen chicken breast from Costco. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna microwave that to thaw them because I forgot to do that overnight. Just dropping a, <laughs> a Trader Joe's pizza. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I also might do some finger food. As fucking <laughs> a cup of trail mix. I have this frozen bag of fried rice that I usually do from Whole Foods. Do you guys a six pack of Sapporo a, with two of them missing? <laughs> do you have one of those what's it fucking called the pan do you have like a fucking pan i need like this yeah the heating stove area thing now walk it out walk it out walk it out um turning music on too loudly there's no microwave here um and i holding a tupperware with potato in it i was gonna i was gonna do this with cheese I was going to nuke this. I made this last week. Oh, God. It actually smells kind of right. You can nuke the smell off. You can nuke the smell off. Do you guys mind eating around the mold? I forgot to ask um, in my pre-interview thing. This is a good lonely and horny episode. anyone have a mold allergy? I do do private chefing for bachelorette parties. (laughs) That's so funny. <laughs> the stripper doesn't show up and I take it upon myself to emerge from the bathroom. <laughs> Completely naked. They mace me instantly. <laughs> oh my God. Chase you into the <laughs> desert. <laughs> Chase me naked. All I have is a wooden spatula to my name and I'm ass nate I'm ass nude in Joshua Tree. <laughs> God, that's good. It writes itself, people. Yeah. And I should say, my dog was recently sick, so I would never I would never poo-poo the idea of making another 
animal ill. I I know what that means now, and I've I've had a real come to Jesus moment yeah. with regards to Luke's that's, cough and upper respiratory yeah. infection. And that's why you had the maturity to not make the joke about t- tearing your dog's ACL, right? I joke as a means of copes. Nice. And I say that I joke to not cope. lightly. Yes, I'll make a rib <laughs> as a fib, as a goof, so that I can deal. And that's the only reason that I do that. Indeed. Uh, anyway, simply put, you could probably keep it going. It's a good idea. And check out that website, that Airbnb for uh, for private chefery. Mm-hmm. I imagine the most annoying part is doing the dishes for everybody. Yeah. It's like... But you know, with your if you're turning six hundred dollar profit, you could maybe yeah. pay someone like one fifty to just show up in the last hour, or even a hundred bucks. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's that's what I was thinking. Like they're you get an assi- you get a you get your own sous chef at these things, right? You bring somebody else. Actually, we did this for like Marty's birthday weekend in Palm Springs. Instead of going out to dinner, there was a person like that that came by, and then they also brought somebody else to help. You know, wait. So they cook, give out you, all the food, or you guys cook. But you, oh, so there you go. That's exactly what this yeah. is. Yeah. Um, but they said you don't expect them to also clean. I mean, we have to go at least Dutch on this. Do you mind if I leave it soaking overnight? Because like a lot of the grease is sort of <laughs> baked onto the pan. Right. You should advertise <laughs> that you also do the dishes, but then you say everything needs to soak. <laughs> we gotta soak it. This That's the way of getting soak. out of. Out of way of getting out of doing dishes during the night. It's like, I mean, I can't just, I can't clean this no, right this now. Is, it has to soak. This has to soak. I obviously, I charred the pan and it needs to soak. <laughs> That's a wine glass. Yeah, but the <laughs> wine needs to soak overnight. It you left it outside, dry and upside down. <laughs> it's an air soak and it's sort of, yeah, it helps. I have to leave now. Mm-hmm, fair. Uh, let us know. A real follow-up pup. A, pu- a follow-up pup about a pup. That's right. Let us know how the surgery goes. Um, and maybe next time we're in Austin, we could do this. We'll go there for some shows. We'll have a fucking private dinner situation. Yeah. Who says no to that? Not me. Uh, all right. Let's take another break. Um, thanks some spots. And uh, answer some more questions on the other side of hard. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. I'm serious. Please never do it I'm again. I'm not even joking. I know. It's the other side. Of hard, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for, and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Saving Most of it yours. Saving the average member 
only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. <sighs> that's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we've returned. Hello. Here's an awkward sitch that this guy got in with sisters. Nice. Absolutely. So we'll call epic. him Taj Maori, the brother of sister's sister. Nice. Tia and Tamara. Taj. Very good. Yes. Taj writes... So about a year and a half ago, I slid into a girl's DMs to see if she wanted to get coffee. She left me on red. Nothing came of it. No cool. big deal. About six months after that, I matched with her sister on Tinder. We chatted for a bit in the midst of quarantine and nothing really happened either. Mm. I knew both girls from college and remained on relatively friendly terms with them both. Not super close, just consistent social media following and casual chatting. Now... I'm moving to the city, and the woman I matched with on Tinder and I have been chatting about hanging out when I'm all moved in. She's built herself up as a brand, uh, up a brand as an expert of the area, and she's the only person I know out there. So naturally, she was my first instinct to reach out to. I didn't think, though, however, that we have a pre-established attraction, and she's probably take exception to the notion that I was into her sister and asked her out. It's not like I decided, well, time to go for the sister. I was carelessly swiping through Tinder, and it happened that we connected. I'm not even sure she's aware that I was trying to take her sister out. What are the odds she knows already? And does it matter this much that that much later? It's been six months. What would you do? Hmm. Um, thank you, Taj. Okay. Wait, so he's... so the Six months ago, slid into the sister's DM. Uh-huh. Then sister left another... her on red. Right. And then there was the... Then matched with the sister. Matched with the other sister. And now he's yeah. talking to the Tinder sister or the uh, DM sister? The Tinder sister. The DM sister just never actually responded. Still on red. Okay. Now, Taj, you're a smart guy. Me? Yeah, totally. Oh, what are you... Oh, because he's... The, the that's the name guy. of the show, yeah. Smart Guy. Yeah, I really I wanted more yeah. from that. <laughs> I really wanted more from that. That was... A really short-running show from, like, 1998 <laughs> called The Smart Guy. You're the one that called the guy Taj. So you knew, you knew who Taj, you knew, what, do you think he was famous for just being their little brother? Yeah, I thought he was, like, a character on the show or, like, from Full House or something like that. I don't I think you can, he had his own you show. You can't drop Taj Maori as being, the like, you know, having sister-sister without, you know what, forget it. Let's move on. Let's move on. Well, this is how popular Sister Sister was, that they just gave us a 51 episodes uh, show to her, their little brother, because that's yeah. how fucking famous they were. Talk the about day. nepotism. I mean, come on. 
Um, Why aren't we talking? I want to cancel his ass. <laughs> I think it's for that. The show was actually canceled. Really? Um, probably. Well, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, three seasons. Right. That's a lot. Not bad. So, Taj, you're a smart guy. That's good. I think you. <laughs> I think you can deduce though that Sister One is obviously not interested. So I think therefore, it neutralizes the whole the threat at the very least. Like maybe the sister said that, but also you just said let's get coffee, and then you matched with this other one on Tinder. You're a single guy and you're asking people out, and you like these two women and they happen to be related but i think you didn't necessarily do anything wrong and there's nothing that you have to confess to right now it will eventually come up it will eventually come out what i you dm'd my sister (laughs) yeah because she's also hot that's how hot you are that your sister who kind of looks like you is a fucking nine the real issue you're still a 10 there's some competition and i think I do believe that your that your DM to the sister initially that's gonna sh- it shows your preference, and that's gonna come back and bite you. But there's not really anything you can do. <laughs> it must be even harder with twins. Like, if you're a twin and you're dating someone, you know for a fact they think your identical twin is hot. <laughs> unless unless it's Jeff and Dave. they're so different that you can literally be attracted to one and repulsed by the other because that's how varied their style is yeah this happened with the triplets when i was in like high school and when they were in high school and stuff like uh i'm pretty sure that one like one of the triplets boyfriends and them broke up and then he dated another one of the triplets wow but they're not even identical they're not, but you can still, I mean, it's not necessarily about just being identical. It's like wading into the, the family matters of, <laughs> of these things. It doesn't, it doesn't seem healthy for anybody. Yeah. So you're saying that one man smooched two of your three triplet sisters. Yeah, but he's no longer with us because you don't kiss my sisters. <laughs> Why? It seems like a nice <laughs> really? moment for that. Yeah. <laughs> They're teenagers. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was a bit protective sort of as a brother. <laughs> they wanted to keep under locking key. Year old. <laughs> You're 25. You <laughs> fucking freak. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> the I, hell is wrong? I you? thought he looked at my sister. <laughs> no. <laughs> and even if he did, that's fine. All he right. can look at your sister. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> I am sorry about that. Yeah. You're more than sorry. You're under arrest. It's assault. All right. You did. And I do yeah. plead. I plead guilty. All right, then. <laughs> I plead guilty. Guilty of loving my fifth. sisters. Guilty of being a protective big brother. All right. Manslaughter. Okay. Murder, actually, it seems right. like. Did he end up dying? <laughs> yes. He was in a medically induced coma. All right. All right. All right. I <laughs> see. Uh, okay. One last question. Yes. Hey guys, I'm a 25-year-old man from Salt Lake City. We'll call him Donovan Mitchell. And I've run into a bit of a sticky situation. I'm in love with a childhood best friend of mine. We have known each other for close to 12 to 14 years now and do tons of stuff together. We go to the gym, movies, bars, we're even roommates. The problem is he isn't gay. I'm not going to try to make a move on him. Mm. So what should I try to do to cope with these feelings? Thanks, guys. 
P.S. I want to nominate Amir for the Golden Mic this episode. I'm sure that he deserves it and totally won't be tacky. Considered denied. You joked about hurting a dog. I'll take the golden mic for joking about killing the guy that looked at my sisters. And we're moving right (laughs) along. (laughs) Moving on. Let's keep the show. You joked about going. Killing somebody. I joked pretty casually about a dog's knee injury. Let's not get (laughs) bogged down in the details. All righty. You um, also forgot to record the first 10 minutes. For 10 minutes. minutes. Show. I didn't forget. And I, that's the second time you said <laughs> forgot to record. And I'll have you know, I remembered <laughs> to record. I just didn't hit the button correctly. And there's a, there's a pretty <laughs> that's big worse. difference. That's worse, I think. I don't think. think it's worse. Yeah. <laughs> you hit a button worse. wrong. Yeah. It's, it's hitting a button. That well, part's it's easier. It's a thin button. <laughs> it's a thin button. <laughs> The hardest button to button. Um, What was the question? I'm in love with my best friend. Mm. Should I tell him? Um, I mean, if he's not gay, I don't think it would necessarily... I mean, it, it depends. What do you... What do you want out of out of telling him? If you feel like there's something hanging over you and you need to like clear the air and you just want to want him to know, then sure. But if you are thinking that like I want to tell him because he's going to be like, you know what, I actually love you too, then you know, I guess I guess I'm saying just whatever you do, don't do it with an expectation of what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. And I I I think that there's small enough chance of it being like exactly what you're hoping for that it might be worth not (laughs) because it might also make things so uncomfortable because you're roommates yeah yeah i mean but what if he's if it's truly a best friend it can't be that bad it's not like you'd be like get out of my life forever for that yeah and maybe i mean there's there's a world where he Uh, he already knows i think a lot of the time when you like have a secret love for somebody and you're secretly desperately in love with them they um kind of know so yeah there's there's some there's some instance where you could kind of just assume that you love him and he actually knows and it's okay that it goes without saying um i'm trying like i remember like one of my best friends this going back to high school again i was in love with one of my best friends in high school and another friend of hers wrote her like a long letter basically confessing his love for her and it made everything really weird and that was when i resolved to never ever tell her anything about it <laughs> um, and it still eats away at you at no to it, this day it all worked out we hooked up 10 years later when she moved to new york so really yeah that's nice. It's probably different when somebody's sexual orientation doesn't match, but... Yeah. I think this is what Chasing Amy is about, isn't it? It's like two friends of a gay girl, and they like either confess their love or don't or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie? No, I didn't, I, and I have no idea what it... Um, I basically vaguely know the title, and that's it. Yeah. So it's... It's a Kevin Smith movie. Ben Affleck, Jason Lee, and Joey Lauren Adams. Joey Lauren Adams? That's right. I thought you were going to say Joey Lawrence, which would have made me really want to see the movie. (laughs) Whoa. 
Whoa. A comic book writer stumbles upon the love of his life only to discover that she is gay. There you have it. <laughs> there it is. And we're going to watch this right now and then come back God, to you with I some really tips feel like and tricks. The end of this thing probably, probably, it, it ends with her realizing that she's straight and loves Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> I was gay until I yeah. saw Ben freaking Affleck. It is, I mean, it's a spectrum, so you never, you never know. You hear about people that are in heterosexual or heteronormative relationships that, uh, you know, date people of the same sex all the time. So I'm not saying it's impossible. That's right. Anything is possible. Just reading the plot right now, it appears as though she sticks to her new girlfriend and then at the end replies, oh, that was just some guy I knew. Nice. So, <laughs> got you comes back again. Somebody that I used to knew. <laughs> Somebody that I used to knew. <laughs> what would you do in this situation? I would probably never say anything for fear of being rejected slash scared of making things awkward. Swallow my feelings until I find somebody else to crush on. Of course. Yeah. I just don't know if that's the best idea, but that's what I would do. Right. It's what I would do and have done as well. But I do think if yeah. it's if it's eating away at you, pure heart rule, and you have no expectation, um, and you know the risks, i.e. that it could make him feel weird, especially because he lives with you, then go, go with God. Uh, all right. Thanks for uh, emailing us. Send all those questions and theme songs to show at gmail.com. Calm. Right. People right. are still, I guess, still in sticky situations, even in 2022. I thought everybody would sort of figure their shit out yeah. by now, but there's always like new interesting wrinkles in life it's that incredible. are sort of disturbing and interesting. And it's kind of a very human way. And mm -hmm. to dissect them and discuss them are been, it's therapeutic, but also kind of interesting slash funny <laughs> to like have a nice little peek behind the curtain as to like, I would never be able to know what's mm -hmm. ailing a 25 year old in Utah, if not for this show. So thanks for writing. <laughs> Let's get a transcription of that so we can update the podcast uh, description <laughs> <laughs> to Everywhere that rambling to nonsensical <laughs> sentence. <laughs> and um, you can watch this episode as always on our YouTube channel, right. uh, if I read your show and we're making, uh, we're still making videos on our Patreon, patreon.com slash J a. Yeah. And we're making Jake and Amir videos. We made like two this past month, a March madness video and, um, and a wordle video. So that's over on youtube.com slash right. Jake and Amir, I think. Right. Yeah. And I think Jake and Amir.com forwards to there. So there check you go. that out as well. There you a lot go. of content, a lot of, a lot of content, a lot of content for you. Uh, uh, and thank you to listening for listening to this episode. Let's end with Dustin's on the other side of hard because it went on for a little bit while longer. So let's yeah. listen to this whole version. Love it. And Dustin, if you're listening, we're going to hit you with some pretty bold new ideas. Yeah. I've got lyrics from the they're coming. <laughs> they're coming from the musical duo Funky Juicers slash Punky Juicers mm -hmm. slash Punky Brewster. The Juicers. Yeah, we'll get to the bottom of that. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week. Bye. My guitar is broken. That was a HeadGum original.